Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mufuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. Instead of a letter from a listener this week, a personal message. I've been away for a couple of weeks to spend time with my family, so thank you to everyone for your messages of support and your patience. And now, on with the news. What? What the heck is that? Hang on a second, folks. Are those trees wandering around? Wait, I swear there are people riding on them wearing... What are those, rhinestone sunglasses? Huh. I I guess I've been a little out of touch. Excuse me, folks. Excuse me. Excuse me. Would you mind walking uh, a little more quietly, please? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Where was I? Oh, the news. In news from around Azeroth, people are going bananas for an adorable and trendy new pet baby ape named, appropriately enough, Bananas. This elusive and rare resident of a remote island off the Cape of Stranglethorn has become available thanks to a spirit of charity sweeping across Azeroth. Rumors are circulating of another pet that may also soon become available as a direct result of Azeroth's generosity and community spirit. Stay tuned after the show for more information. The Half Hill Report is made possible in part this week thanks to a generous grant from Healers Without Borders. If you're a healer who wishes to join a community of like-minded individuals interested in the healing arts or wish to provide them with support or protection, Healers Without Borders is the place for you. It's time now for the Rishak Report, a semi-regular report from our goblin in the field. Take it away, Rishak. Hey there, college. How you doing? Well, me, I've had kind of a disappointing week, to tell you the truth. I thought I'd finally figured out a way to build a business in the Shadowlands, but I forgot one small detail. So I thought I'd pass this on so others could learn from my mistakes. I know, I know. I don't usually pass on this kind of valuable information for free, but I'm thinking about starting a school to teach young ones here in the Shadowlands all about being successful in business, just like me. (laughs) I know a lot about that, and I think I could really be of help to them. So this is kind of an advertisement for the future, huh? But to get back to the business at hand, here's how it started. I was sneaking around in the mall with a couple of my ogres for protection, and I noticed how lots of adventurers are gathering up souls and putting them into some kind of uh, container or other and taking them away. I learned later that they take them back to the covenants. I'm not sure what happens after that, but at least they're out of this creepy place. (sighs) I don't know if joining a cult, turning into a blue light, fighting in an arena or cleaning up after vampires is better than being a ghost in the maw, but at least it's different. Anyway, as I said, 
A lot of souls are being taken away, but there are a whole bunch who are still there. Whole groups of them just ignored by the adventurers. I don't know why, but there seemed to be a need for a service there. Offering those guys a safe and easy way out. And they could go wherever they want afterwards, too. So I developed a business plan. I'd set up crews of ogres to gather up the leftover souls, guard them through the nasty parts, which is everywhere, and deliver them to Oribos safe and sound. I wrote up a contract spelling out the rights and duties of my company and putting in a clause that they couldn't sue us if something went wrong on the trip, because something could definitely go wrong in a risky enterprise like this, and uh, you know how I feel about lawsuits. So, sounds like a good deal, huh? I bet you're saying to yourself, I want in on that deal. Well, nope. You know what, college? You know what I forgot about? Those guys ain't got no gold to spend on buying their freedom. They ain't got no gold at all. They ain't got nothing. Not even any, uh, uh what's that currency that broke a Venari value so highly? Stevia, stigmata, ah, Stygia, that's it, Stygia. It turns out that when you go to the Shadowlands the way they did, you can't take nothing with you. You gotta leave it all behind. Can you imagine such a thing? I don't even want to think about it. So, I'm gonna turn this idea over to some charitable organization and back away. Hey, I'm as community-minded as the next goblin, but I ain't taking on something of this scale without no compensation. But I hope somebody does pick up on the idea because those really lost souls are pretty sad. But it ain't gonna be me. And that's the lesson for today. Make sure you do a thorough business plan that covers revenue sources as well as costs and stuff. Well, that's it for me this week. I'm off to find another opportunity. <laughs> Thanks, Rizak, I think. Stevia? Checking the Azeroth calendar, well, spring is in the air, and that means, in a little over one week, races throughout Azeroth will make their annual return to their places of origin to celebrate the spirit of renewal and rebirth in the Feast of Noble Garden. So get those baskets ready to gather treats and brightly colored eggs, and you may even collect enough to earn some new spring attire, or even a very special pet. It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. Velmic, it's been a few weeks, buddy. How are you doing? Hey there, Tosh. How is your family? Did you have nice visit? I sure did, thanks. It was great spending time with my parents and brothers, but it's also great to be back home and back on the air. So, what's new in the afterlife? Oh, such a story I have for you this week. You know that cousin Demesis and her wife Tilly and I have been spending much time in Maldraxxus. Well, we were wanting someplace a little more, uh, how you say, scenic. So we traveled to Bastion to spend little time among the nice Kyrian. And what do you think happened? Um, you joined a cult? Oh, come on, Tosh, you know Kyrian are not a cult. No. While we were there, Tilly met someone from her hometown of Lakeshire. Wow, small universe, huh? 
I know, right? So, we are in beautiful place in Bastion called Elysian Hold, just enjoying the lovely scenery and architecture, when suddenly Tilly gets very excited and calls out, Ben? Ben Howell? Is that you? And she ran over to this human male with long reddish hair and large mustache. What are you doing here? She asks him. Ben looks happy to see Tilly, but he is also a little sad. Tilly, he says, it's so good to see someone from home. Were you rescued from Maw too? Tilly looks confused and says to him, What do you mean too? Ben, are you? And he gives her a sad smile and says, Yes, Tilly, I died and was cast into Maw. But a great champion rescued me and bring me to this wonderful place. Wow. Wow is right. And Tilly starts asking Ben so many questions. What happened? How did you get here? What about your family? Sarah, Brandon, little Millie. Ben just shakes his head. I don't know, he says. I am hoping they are okay. I think we defeated old Scourge in Lakeshire. Tilly breaks in. Scourge? In Lakeshire? What happened? So Ben tells us his story. For him, it was normal day in Lakeshire. He had been hunting for rabbit meat for his wife to make them dinner, helping his daughter Millie in their garden, and delivering lumber to Magistrate Solomon. He tells that whole town felt strange that day. Magistrate Solomon even asked him whether he would consider leading the town militia again. But he tell him no, his fighting days are over, and he just wants to lead life as simple farmer and logger. But as he is talking to Magistrate, their friend, Werner Osgood, comes stumbling up with terrible wounds and says, the scourge are attacking. And then he dies from his wounds in front of Ben. How awful. Oh, yes, very sad. Ben tells us that there was no time to evacuate and only hope was to get everyone in town into town hall and board up windows. Oh my goodness, so what did he do? Oh, Ben is very honorable man, I am thinking. You know, he warns all citizens of Lakeshire to go into town hall, then he helps to board up windows before even going home to his own family to get them inside their home. Oh no, did, did he get them to safety? This is sad part, he didn't know. Once he boarded up windows in town, he ran to his own home, which was not far from Tilly's family farm, and gets them into their home. And then the scourge come bursting out of ground. So what can he do but get his family into their home and do his best to defend them? But sadly, he died protecting them. As he is telling a story, he chokes up and says, last words he hears from his little girl Millie were, I love you, Daddy. Oh, Velmek, that's, that's just heartbreaking. Oh, I know. It sure made me think of my little girl, Alice. Demesis and Tilly are both crying as they listen to story, and Tilly is asking him about her family. Does he know what has happened to them? He tells them he is not sure, but he thinks they made it into town hall. Anyway, like I am saying, he dies from scourge attack, and next thing he knows, 
he is in graveyard with Kirian aspirant Clea, begging her not to take him because he must protect his family. But Clea and spirit healer Alethea explain that they are there to help him, but they want to witness his last moments. Oh no, so seriously he had to relive that whole thing? Apparently those are the rules. But Clea and Alethea explain to him that they will now escort him to afterlife and soon his pain will pass. And there is where things go wrong. Aspirant Clea takes him to Oribos so that Arbiter can judge him and send him on to his final destination. Well, he sounds like he was a very brave man. I'd, I'd fully expect him to end up someplace nice. Agreed. And were it not for the awful machinations of Jailer, I am sure he would have right away. But when Clea gets him to Oribos, he is sucked into Maw. Oh, that is just so unfair. I know, right? And apparently Clea was none too happy either, given that this was her first mission to escort Sol to afterlife. But thanks to brave champions traveling into Maw, Ben was one of lucky souls to be rescued and brought to Bastion. So, all's well that ends well, for Ben Howell anyway. But wait, wait a minute, what about his family? And Tilly's family? Oh, this is best news. On way back to Hefhill, we make stop in Lakeshire, and both Ben's family and Tilly's family are all okay, thanks to Ben's sacrifice. So, everyone is okay. And such a happy reunion with Tilly's family, and they were all so happy for Tilly and Demesis to be so much in love and happily married. Whew, thank goodness. I really was hoping for a happy ending here, and I'm sure our listeners were too. Well, that was quite a moving story this week, Velmic. Where to next week, my friend? Okay, Tush, so I won't be here next week. Honestly, after hearing about touching moment between Ben and his little girl Millie, I decide I'm going to spend week at home with Daolin and little Alice. So, I asked Eamon Wetbranch to cover me next week and share one of his adventures. Oh, well, okay, that should be... um, interesting. So, until we talk again, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tush. See you in a couple of weeks. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Drop by and see us sometime, won't you? And when you do, don't forget to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And make sure to tune in later for another hilarious episode of Bonnie and the Bear. She's a mild-mannered druid from Kul Tiras. He's a druid permanently stuck in bear form. And they're married. This week, Bonnie and the Bear go shopping. Oh, Bear. Bonnie and the Bear. Sponsored by the Druids for the Ethical and Humane Treatment of Animals.
See you next week, folks. And remember, make your own turnip. Hey, folks, Tosh Mifune here. You know, thanks to the wonderful generosity of Blizzard fans, Doctors Without Borders has received over $500,000 in support of its COVID-19 crisis fund to support the organization's global response to the pandemic and its consequences. Through April 26th, you still have a chance to contribute to this wonderful cause and help reach the next goal of $1 million. If that goal is reached, Blizzard will make a new in-game pet, Daisy the Sloth, available to all players. Visit Battle.net for more information on how to support this important cause. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half-Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.